Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. It's time for Caveman Corner, presented by Midland Engineering Company on Michiana's Sports Leader, 96.1 FM, WSBT. We're talking all things Mishawaka Caveman Athletics. And now, the hosts of Caveman Corner, Sean Styers and Dean Huppert. We're live at Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill with Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Huppert. I'm Sean Styers, and we have an even fuller house than usual Tonight, Dean, I mean, there are burritos everywhere, all over Monterey, Mexican Grill tonight. We've got the head coach, Keith Kinder. We've got the defensive line coach, Ryan Sargent. We've got players, Ethan Sargent, TJ Rux. I've got, let me see, I've got the whole list here. We've got Sherry Kaiser and Courtney, is it Peltier? Peltier. Peltier, okay. Uh, Talking about a program called Champions Together that we'll be hearing about in just a little bit. And we've also got girls basketball coach Sarah Deshone and a couple of her players who are going to be coming yeah, Ari in, in a little Devin bit. Miller. You don't want to mess up Courtney's name. She'll just spike it right at you, man. You, 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 I don't know if you're quick enough to get out of the way. But you're probably yeah, not ex- at this point. What an exciting time. Football's still playing. We've got some other sports coming in and, and an amazing program and champions together that we love to promote whenever we can. Yep, absolutely. And, of course, the uh, cavemen coming off a uh, sectional championship win over South Bend St. Joe. 27 to 23, and I will start with you, Mr. Head Coach Keith Kinder. How's it feel to be a sectional champion? Well, the the, the neatest thing is that we get to play this week. You know, that's <laughs> that's what we've been telling our kids is we're just fighting for more time together. We're having such a good time this year. It's been such a fun group of kids, um, and so right now it's just about let's spend as much time together as we possibly can. And, and the way to do that is to win games. Well, let me ask you this: I mean, you guys, both of you guys who are who are sitting here, been coaching. For a long time, and, and I think we talked about this off the air when I came over to do your pregame interview the other day. You were talking about you wanted to keep coaching with this group. What makes this group of kids that you've got so special? Uh, they're just a fun group of kids. They work hard. It, I think the, the biggest thing about them is that they love each other. They love the they love Mishawaka football. Uh, they love our community, um, and, and I think that they just like playing together. How about you, Coach Sargent? I'll ask you the same thing. Yeah, I mean, you've been, again, you've been around a while and around a lot of different uh, teams. You've been, what, your 23rd year? Is that what we were saying? Yes, sir. Here at Mishawaka? Yes, sir. So, so how about you? What, what, what do you, what really strikes you about this group? Well, especially with my D linemen, I really enjoy the fact that, uh, that when it comes time to, to get to business, they do that, they work hard, they do the right thing, and then when it, when it comes time to, to goof around and have some fun, they're a lot, a lot of fun to be around. Sarge, I've got to ask you. Coach Kinder said that he wanted this game to come down to the defense and that they were going to earn that victory at the end. As a defensive line coach, were you hoping it was coming down to your kids? Oh, absolutely. Uh, T.J. Rocks, Ryan Watt, Joey Willis, and Tommy Frailing, uh, the four, four kids I've been mainly working with all year, they're, just, they, they, they're firing on all cylinders right now. And, and, and when it comes down to doing their job and, and closing and filling their gap and doing the things that defensive linemen need to do, 
it's a lot of fun to watch them Saturday morning on film um, yeah. and, and to see that all the hard work they've put in is really paying off. Well, and I've been fortunate you guys have allowed me to be close to the sideline and to see this team in the second half when they put the four fingers up and say it's the fourth quarter, there's a poise and a confidence about this team, and I don't know if it's the if it's the confidence in each other, if they just feel like, hey, we're going to be strong. But, Coach Kinder, what do you think about that just when it comes to the fourth quarter? These kids just haven't gotten rattled. Yeah, they haven't. And I, I think a big, a big part of that is the schedule that we played, you know, sure. the first three weeks of the season that prepared us for uh, the conference run and then the sectional run. Uh, but it's a group of kids that, that just believes that, that they're going to win the football game in the fourth quarter, and that's what we always tell them. Hey, you get it to the fourth quarter, close. I, I got, we got confidence that we're going to win the game because we've proven it time and again that, that we can. So I wanted to mention a couple things because you talked about that schedule, and I've, I think I've tossed this out there once or twice during games, but you talk about your schedule. So week two, you're playing Valpo. I mean, we've talked – it's funny because Michigan's talking about this whole revenge tour thing that they've got going on, but you've had one of your own this year when you look at how last year went sure. and what you guys have done this year. Marist is your only loss this year, and we've talked about the thunderstorm, the two-hour delay. You lose by a field goal over there in Chicago. Well, they've only lost once all year, and they're, of course, an 8A team in the state of Illinois. They won their first playoff game last week their only loss was their season opener to brother rice who hasn't lost all year and they're ranked like second or third in 7a right now so here you are you go right down to the wire valpo which just blank pen which hardly ever happens i mean their their last loss was to you guys in week two of the season so they're on a roll right now so i mean i don't know if there's a question in there for you but i mean it just speaks to (laughs) it just speaks to what you're talking about right yeah and you know we never mentioned you know you mentioned revenge tour we didn't one time this year mention well i was going to kind of we need right to beat this team what we did was we challenged our kids hey last year this team pushed you around um you're different this year than that let's go out and prove that we belong on the field um and one of the things that we talked about friday before the football game was just what a difference a year makes you know a year ago at that time we you know we were already done we were a six and five team and this year we were still playing and we belonged in that game and i don't think that we belonged in a sectional championship game last year so uh, our kids have taken every challenge that we've given to them and run with it and they they believe they're going to win every time they they suit up and that you can't ask for anything more chance that it uh, could be some unfavorable weather for the fans on Friday <laughs> night, but it, it seems like it's Mishawaka caveman weather. Uh, chance of snow, maybe 25 degrees. Uh, do you feel like this team's built for games like that, that, that you purposely are able to run the ball, but your defense gets after it as well? Well, I tell you what, when I was discussing this with the D linemen, they were giddy. I mean, <laughs> thinking about, I mean, it was almost like you were talking to little kids about a snow yeah. day. They can't wait for Friday. They're hoping and praying that it's going to snow. They are just giddy. They want to get after it in a snowstorm. Well, I think so. as players, you probably played in a few of those games. I can remember one of the legendary games, the, the Penn Portage game years ago on a Saturday afternoon and the snow coming down, and they actually had to shovel the lines to get it going. But I think kids grow up Thanksgiving weekend, and they're playing with their relatives around Christmas. You're playing in the snow. And for football players, you probably love that. Uh, it's just those people standing there and not moving around to get cold. 
Yeah, I th I think that that's something that would play into our favor if we were playing someone other than Lowell, who who likes to line it up and yeah. run right at you as well. So um, I'm sure that their kids over there are thinking the same thing. Hey, that's that's Lowell weather. Um, but yeah, it, it's going to be cold, and I don't think that that'll affect us in any way. And if it snows, I just think that would be really neat. Uh, other than that, I don't think it's going to have a you know, play a part in who wins the football game. Well, you guys will appreciate this. I talked to Dr. Spiker, and I said, you know, we have a place up there that's nice and warm. There's windows. Would you like to be up there? He said, I'm going to be out there in the stands. He said, I, I want to <laughs> be able to cheer. I want to be able to yell at the refs and, and be part of the experience because when we win, I want to be able to feel that. And here's a guy who has the opportunity to do that, but he's been following it every step of the way at home and on the road, and I'm sure you guys appreciate that as well. Oh, absolutely. I Tell you what, Ryan, watching that game the other night, St. Joe had a lot of guys playing both ways uh, and a lot of guys down in the trenches they did. playing both ways. And I felt like as that game went on, especially in the fourth quarter, you could start to see some of that. And, and as a defensive line coach and a defensive lineman, I think that's kind of the time where you really uh, kind of start getting after it when you can kind of see that in your opponent, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we always – We've had discussions about, you know, trying to play some of our kids both ways because maybe this kid's, you know, it, it really good and we could use them on both halves of the football. But uh, when you do that, you lose the opportunity to talk to them on the sideline and make adjustments when the other, other half's out there. And they get worn out. Um, and I think, uh, you know, the St. Joe kids, they had, they had most of their offensive line playing defensive line in that game as well. Um, and, and I think that wore them out a little bit. Our kids were watching it happen and getting after them and, um, on offense, too, the offensive linemen were seeing that the defensive linemen were, were going both ways. And I don't want any St. Joe people th you know, thinking I'm knocking those guys by any means. I mean, they played hard, but when you're playing on, on both sides and you're banging heads like that, it obviously takes its toll over the course of a game like that. Coach Kinder, any, I mean, there were so many, sitting back and, and looking, there were so many significant things that happened <laughs> over the course of that game. Yeah. Can, you, can you sit and look at any one thing? as kind of a turning point in a game that was decided by four points? Yeah, you know, there's a, there's a lot. <laughs> Here, here's what I'll say. I, I think that when you make a deep tournament run, you have to win a game when you don't play very well. And I think we did that against South Bend Riley. And I think the ball has to bounce your way a couple times. And I think that happened on that play where Chris fumbled and it bounced right into Shively's hands for uh, a first down. And that at that moment, I, I kind of thought – I took like a, a four-second pause and thought <laughs> – somebody, something wants us to win because it just seems and, – and, and that happens in, in deep tournament runs. I can yeah. think about when I played, I'm sure Sarge can do the same thing. Sometimes the ball just bounces your way, and, and you need that. But uh, I'll tell you what, I, I think that our defense in the first half won us the game. The way that we played defense, particularly in the first quarter when they had the ball in our territory three times in the first quarter, they didn't score. Uh, that, was, that was a big moment, and, and I think that – and our defense has played really well all through the game. Yeah, a few details for the game. 10-2 and two Lowell, 11-1 and one Mishawaka. It's going to be an 8 o'clock kickoff. That's Mishawaka time. So 8 o'clock gates are going to open at 6.30, and admission will be $8, not $6. It'll be $8. And if I'm not mistaken, this is our last home game, no matter what happens. I think we're going to be on the road uh, 
that's not the case? There's well, if we were, we could be at home? yeah, if we were fortunate enough to win and Fort Wayne Dwanger won, okay, we would host the semi-state, which you know, okay, because I was kind looking of at it as sectional yeah. nineteen, sectional eighteen, and I thought yeah. the higher number. I was looking at it today, so there's it's a the lower number in the semi-state, yeah. So, gotcha. Okay. Uh, if if that were to happen, so we would okay. we would travel. I, I hate even talking about the possibility, yeah, yeah. but we <laughs> well, would travel to Angola to or host Dwanger. If, if yeah. that happened, okay, yeah. gotcha. So there is a possibility because well, that blows my next question. This is your last game at home, but yeah. winning the next game at home. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Just uh, for you, Coach Sarge, I know you've been doing this a long time, but it, you make it to the state in 2012. To have that for these kids, it, you've experienced it. You've experienced it as a player, but some of these kids, this is their one and only chance in life to, to feel what you guys have. To be able to win a regional championship, talk about that and, and to give these kids one more opportunity to have a, have a title. Well, I'm a little personally invested in this one. There's only sure. one thing better than being a player and winning it yourself. It's being a dad and watching your son play center for the cavemen and winning it. So um, it's really neat reliving all my old years, watching my boy play. Um, the only thing better than being a caveman on the field yourself is watching your kid get after it. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, Great segue because he's sitting right behind you with TJ Rux. And so we've got... Uh, Ethan Sargent and TJ Rux coming in next. One of the guys you coach and then one of the guys, as you said, that you get to be dad to as well. Keith, I will talk to you on Thursday, and then we'll uh, we'll get ready to do it all over again. Coach Sargent, thanks for coming in as well. Great yes, season. Sir. It's, uh, of course, been a lot of fun, and we're, and we're looking forward to a few more weeks of fun. It's uh, It's been a great run already, and it's always special, obviously, to say you're a sectional champion, but there, there are more things kind of on down the line as well. Absolutely. That's what, he, that's what we told our kids today. They've accomplished a lot already, but they can, they can etch their names in some, some pretty special Mishawaka company if we keep playing. So that's our goal. All right. Head coach Keith Kinder and defensive line coach Ryan Sargent. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you. All right. And we've, again, got Ethan Sargent and TJ Rux coming in next. We'll do that next. Caveman Corner on WSBT. at Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill, along with Mishawak Athletic Director Dean Hubbard. I'm Sean Sayers. We've got a couple Mishawak football players in with us right now. We've still got more to come as well. We've got some girls basketball players, new head coach Sarah Deshone, and also Sherry Kaiser and uh, Courtney Peltier as well, talking about the Champions Together program. How you guys doing? Great. TJ Rux, defensive line, and Ethan Sargent, offensive line. I'm going to ask you the standard question that I ask everybody first. TJ, tell me something about Ethan. He's an outstanding artist. Outstanding what? Artist. Outstanding. Well, that makes sense because your dad is the art teacher, right? Yeah, he is. <laughs> so, Ethan, tell us something about TJ. Well, uh, TJ is really aggressive on the field, right? But uh, off the field, he's actually really cool and collected. Uh, I think that's really interesting about him. Yeah. Well, uh, let, me, let me ask you. How does it feel right now to be a sectional champion? Uh, it feels awesome. I think uh, everyone on the team wants to keep playing, and that's what's really driving us uh, to keep playing. You know. TJ, just talk about the, the feeling on Friday night. Uh, you have that euphoria, you're celebrating, you're taking team pictures, but when does the, the, the switch get flipped then that now we've got to start concentrating on this next game? I, I don't know how long you guys celebrated, but there's pictures all over the Internet and everything else, but – all of a sudden, you got to say, man, this is a good Lowell team we're going to be playing. Yeah, I think 
that we celebrated all weekend, but once we got into film in the classroom today, we realized that we got to step our game up and we got to get our minds right to play this good team on Friday. Yeah, now I hear Coach talking about the pool jumps on Saturday, and he's like, I'll see you guys there on Saturday morning. <laughs> what's that tradition like, and, and what's that been like to know that you're not going to be pounding weights, you're not going to be doing things on Saturday, but you're actually going to be in the water? I think, it, I think it's been something that you look forward to, especially after winning a sectional. Yeah, it's something that we like better than running like we did last year. It's something to get our bodies right for the week to come, and then at the end, we get to dive in the pool, and that's something that we like to do after the win, something fun that we all enjoy. And I'm sure you want to thank the football moms because it sounds like they have a pretty good spread for you on Saturdays food-wise too, right? Oh, definitely. They make <laughs> an incredible breakfast for us. There's so much food. It's awesome. I've seen the pictures. I can imagine. I can only imagine <laughs> when you're talking about linemen especially. So, TJ, it seems like your play these last few weeks has really been on the rise. Does it feel that way for you? Do you, do you feel like you're kind of – finding a new gear here over the last few weeks? Yeah, I feel like that I know that the season could end at any time now that I really want to step up my game so that the seniors can play a little bit longer and I can help with that. Do you think there's an overall kind of what Ethan was saying, that everyone wants to keep playing together between that and what you said, just kind of a, a different level of, of energy and urgency that you guys have? Yeah, I feel like that we know that we can go really far in the tournament and go all the way and play Lucas Oil. Just thinking about being an offensive lineman, if there's a year to do it, uh, you've got the single-season rushing leader, you've got the all-time rushing leader, and then you, you have a game like St. Joe where end of the first half, you get it down there, the clock's running out, you've got one play to punch it in, and it's a 14-7 to, to seven game, at the 14-6 to six game at the time, and, and you were able to do that. What's that like, just knowing the guys behind you are going to do their job, but they're trusting you to, to make just the smallest hole to, to be able to get through? That... That's small, so that's really important, though. Uh, I think everyone online really try to like work really hard to get those blocks and make room for them to get through there. Yeah, to, to get that touchdown and then the two-point conversion, it must have been incredible to go into the locker room 14-14 to knowing you hadn't played your best football in the first half. Yeah, I think that really motivated us to get back out there and, and really win it. Yeah. yeah. Thinking, you know, about, thinking about this week, it just uh, we had mentioned it beforehand, maybe playing in the snow. Uh, coaches said you guys were almost giddy when he was talking talking to you about playing in the snow. That's kind of going back to the old days, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Ethan, I, I was saying during the game the other night, you were in that situation before it ended up being Chris Harness taking in the touchdown. Shively tried a couple of, of quarterback sneaks. I wish I had been counting over the course of the season how many of those sneaks. Right. Do you have any idea how many times he's followed you into the end zone this year? Oh, well, I don't even know. It, I'm going to have to go back. Times. I'm <laughs> going to have to go back. More than a couple. Is there? Is there? So, so take us through that. You're you're one yarder in, and it's probably going to be a quarterback sneak. Is there a read that he's making up there at the line, left, right, whatever? What's what typically happens when you go to the line in those situations? Oh, all I know is, is that's going through my head is like we gotta get it in there. We gotta hammer it in here, and it's always really intense. You really hear the crowd going, and uh, it's all about just forcing it into the into the uh, into the end zone and getting it down there. And what's awesome is we all get to see it. You're probably the only guy who doesn't get to see it on the <laughs> field because your head's down and there's a big pile over the top of it. Yeah, it's definitely a big mess in there. Yeah. Is there is there a player you looked up to? I mean, did you think about being an offensive lineman maybe when you were coming up through the MFL or junior high? I mean, like a guy like Jeff Saturday or somebody like that, or did you did you envision yourself in another position? Uh, 
I think I really envision myself uh, at center, I guess. <laughs> uh, I really like snapping the ball, getting my hands on the ball, and getting it, uh, getting it in there, and yeah. being a part of, uh, being part of the game like that. Gotcha. TJ, which was bigger for you, winning that sectional championship Friday or going out to Penn, beating Penn and winning the NIC North all at once? I think that beating Penn was something that was awesome, but I think that the sectional title is more important because that means we get to play another week. All right. Guys, we appreciate you coming in tonight. It's been a great season, like we said to the coaches, great season so far and looking more for uh, a few more weeks of it. Good luck to you. Thank you. All right, thanks for coming in. And, again, that is Ethan Sargent and T.J. Rux from the offensive line and from the defensive line. And uh, from the uh, administration, we've got Assistant Athletic Director Sherry Kaiser coming in next with Courtney Peltier. We're going to talk about a special program that Mishawak has got. And then after that, we've got girls basketball coach Sarah Deshone, Ari Shelton, and Devin Miller. So a lot more still to come here on Caveman Corner tonight. Guys, thanks again. We'll talk to you later, okay? Caveman Corner, 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. We're back live at Monterey Mexican Bar and Grill, Caveman Corner, 96.1 WSBT with Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Hubbard. I'm Sean Styers. And our next guests tonight, these are guests, what, five and six now so far. We're setting an all-time record here tonight. I know, it's awesome, isn't it? <laughs> That's right. Assistant Athletic Director Sherry Kaiser and Courtney Peltier. Did I say your name yes, right? Yes, okay. did. <laughs> All right. Good deal. And we're talking about Polar Plunge. Or no, not just Polar Plunge, but Champions Together. So, Sherry, let's, let's start with that. What is the Champions Together program? The Champions Together program is an all-inclusive program where we have students working together with the exceptional learners, and they work together with a... Um, fitness club that they do every other Friday and they get together and they play games and then they also do fundraising for Special Olympics Indiana. Now Sherry's done an amazing job bringing kids together at the school and I think you were probably impressed on how the kids just gravitated towards this. I mean there are a couple big things inclusion is a huge word and then spread the word to end the R word and as as you started this program along with some other people at the school you had to have been impressed just how the kids said, yeah, this is something we want. Yes. Um, it started out just with our student athletic kids. It, we had about 12 kids, and then they started talking to their friends to spread the word and try to get more kids involved. So we ended up the year last year with probably about 25 kids, and then this year um, it's grown to about 60 kids. Um, wow. And with, with Mrs. Reppert's class included, the exceptional learners, we probably have about – 75 80 kids in the group this year and i just exceptional learners special needs kind of one and the same correct, correct? okay correct. i have a special needs daughter myself just so to kind of yeah. put you know i think dean knows that so i mean you know and she's been through other programs and different schools now is this courtney i'll ask you is this how did you get involved i guess first of all well actually my friends that are in the student athlete leadership they contacted me and um, I thought it was really great and a great way to give back to the community and get them out of their classroom and build friendships with them. So I was definitely excited about it. And I think that's one of the cool things is now you have friends, maybe yeah. some people that you weren't in the mm -hmm. same classes with, but now you're going down the hall and say, hey, how's it going? Yeah, definitely, yeah. Definitely always giving bunny ears. They love doing <laughs> that, yep. Now what yeah. is bunny ears? You'll have to explain that one to Well, 
it's like tag. So they come up and they like bunny ears, and I'm like bunny <laughs> uh, ears. Kind of behind yeah. you. Yeah. I got you. I and got I wanna, you. I want to ask both of you about the convocation that we had. And, and, Sean, we had a huge convocation. One day was freshmen, sophomores, and then we had juniors and seniors. And the whole school was included. And I can't remember a convocation, pep rally, anything I've been involved with where everybody was just so focused, they walked away feeling so good. And it, it, you talk about inclusion, that must have made you feel great that yeah. not only your group of 75 or 80 got it, but the whole school came away with a different respect, maybe for yeah, lack of definitely. a better phrase. Mm -hmm. Definitely, everyone was definitely touched by that. And you could just tell we had people like asking the former members, how can I get involved? How can I help? And the group just grew after that so yeah it was definitely moving yeah sherry that must have been a, a great time for you too to see how how the whole school was getting an education but at the same time a, a chance to show the banner that the school earned and to take this program to the next level right i think we have a lot more interest in the program now and it was nice that they got to show off the banner that they earned last year because they worked really hard for it and i know that their goal is to earn a banner again this year so and, and i know you were impressed uh, just a couple weekends ago you had trunk or treat and uh, when you have a first year event, a second year event, you don't know how it's going to work in the community, yep. but uh, they came out and, and, and did a great job that night, our, our community. Yes, they did. We had a lot of a lot of kids and their parents show up, and we earned over $600 for Special Olympics, so it was a great night. Yeah, Very cool. a lot of fun. So now I mentioned Polar Plunge, and you've got your Polar Plunge logo shirt on, a very cool-looking shirt, by the way. So tell us what Polar Plunge is. I know it's coming up in February. What is it? The Polar Plunge is another fundraiser we do for Special Olympics, and the kids sign up, and then we have a web page, and as a team, they create their own web pages from that web page where people can donate online to the Polar Plunge, and then the kids go on February 23rd, and they jump in a pool at Four Winds Field that's full of water. So it's really just a fundraiser for Special Olympics, and all the kids that, if they want to jump in the water, they can, or they can be a virtual plunger, and they can just raise <laughs> money for Special Olympics without actually jumping in the water. Right. And we're always looking for radio personalities to join the team. Too, hey, Sean. why not? Yeah, that'd be I fun. might be able to bring a friend of mine out and see if she wants to jump in the water. <laughs> Courtney, I've got to ask you, I mean, you're, you're an outstanding volleyball player, and the things that you're able to do on the, on the athletic floor uh, – to be able to take that off the floor, it's got to be really gratifying and to know that, that you're making a difference in the school. And actually, you guys are kind of pioneers when you think about mm -hmm. what you're doing in some of your classmates because I think you're, you're thinking 10, 20 years down the road that Champions Together, we're going to be able to say we started that back in 2017. Yeah, definitely. This is one of the organizations I've been involved in that has been my favorite. I love working with the kids and, like I said, building friendships. Yeah. That has been great. What year are you in school right now? A senior. Oh, okay. So yep. so do you know what you want to do then when, um, you, when you're well, done? Well, actually, I think I'm looking into speech pathology. Okay. Or um, being like a teacher for the um, exceptional learners. I'm thinking about that also. And this program has led me into that interest. So. Yeah, a lot of good experience. Yeah. Cool. I've, I would I've imagine. got one more question for Sherry because I had to go a long way to get her on the show. <laughs> I had to go around the corner of the office. <laughs> yeah, right. But it, for you, you, you do so many things in the athletic department and, and working with, uh, with our athletes and working with the IHSAA. There's a lot of pressure that goes along with that. For this program, it, it's got to be 
maybe a breath of fresh air for you to work with some students to get out and to know that this program is, is making a difference. I mean, we're always trying to, to get tickets, get people in the stands, but this program, uh, you're affecting people. Mm -hmm. Yes, I, I love this program some days when I'm really busy on a Friday in the morning and I feel like I, I just don't have time for this today. But once I get down there and I see them interacting and I see them laughing and I see their smiles, it's probably the best part of my day then, and I'm glad that I got to do, I got to interact with them and I got to see them interacting. So even though I'm so busy sometimes and I just feel a little overwhelmed, once I get down there and see the kids, it, it's really, it just touches your heart. And some other people maybe that you want to thank. I know Buzz with the Special Olympics and Eileen, uh, uh, people who've, who've helped set this program up. Yes, definitely Eileen Coleman has been a big influence and a big help. Um, and Buzz, he's he's helped a lot and he really encourages us and he's, he's really grateful for everything that we've done and everything that the kids have done. It's really student-led and it, they're all their ideas. They come to me with an idea and then I just try to help guide them. So I'm really grateful that I have such a group of kids that are so great to work with yeah, and we're going to have a great program uh, we've always had our, our special olympic olympic day out at uh, john young middle school but now we have a new track so we'll be able to use the That's video true. board this year in the spring and i, I know those kids are going to be looking up and doing their long jumps and their throws They'll and their fun. runs, and they're going to have a great time. <laughs> yep, that's right. Courtney, thanks for coming in tonight. Yeah, thank you. Best of luck to you. Sherry, thank you as well, and, and good luck. It sounds like a great program. Thank you. All right. We will uh, take a time out. When we come back, we've got Sarah Deshone, Ari Shelton, and Devin Miller coming in from the Mishawaka girls basketball team, KBN Corner, 96-1, WSBT. continues on 96.1 WSBT, the sports leader. And now we've got some girls basketball to talk about. We've got the new head coach, Sarah Deshone. And I forgot to ask <laughs> who's who. We were talking about everything else and doing selfies in the break. Devin and Ari are captains. Devin and Ari, okay. Yes. Thank you. All right, so we've got uh, Devin Miller and Ari Shelton. And I'll, I'll start with uh, you, Sarah, the, the new head coach. What is, is this your first head coaching position that you've ever had? Yep, it is. <laughs> so thank you for having us yeah, here. We're excited. So how's, so how's it gone for you so far? Uh, it's, it's had its ups and downs so far as any first job has. Um, but I just love the girls that are on our team, and it makes my job so much more enjoyable. Now, you guys have started off. You had a great first half and then went to overtime and a, and a great game with Elkhart Memorial. Big week coming up this week because Northwood tomorrow night at the Cave and then Thursday the game with Washington was going to be Friday, but we've moved that to Thursday night as well. So it's exciting to have some home games. And you guys, after all the practices and work you put in, Devin, talk about that, just being able to come home and play in the Cave. It's honestly a great feeling knowing that, like, we got a new new floor. It's great to play on it. And knowing that, like, we started conditioning, like, Early in the summer, we've continued it all throughout the fall season, and we're ready to go into winter season. Yeah, Ari, can you believe you're one of the old ladies now? You're a senior, and these <laughs> girls are all looking up to you. It seemed like, you know, that you were that you were that girl always looking up. But uh, you're one of those players who has a lot of experience in the summer. You've put a lot of work into this game, and it must be awesome to come into your senior year saying, we want to make this special. Mm -hmm. Talk about uh, maybe a refreshed attitude and, and with girls looking up to you, the leadership that you're going to bring this year, what, what is the theme that you want to take to those girls? Our theme this year is together and toughness, so we just want to um, create an atmosphere where people know that we play together and we all we do is play tough. You know, I saw some uh, 
I think what I think on Twitter some of the uh, the early morning workouts yep. that you guys went through. What what was what was that like? Get the uh, the early mornings getting in there and and working out. I, they loved it. I know. That. I know that they <laughs> yes, loved coach, it. Coach loved it, right? <laughs> no. Um, anytime the alarm went off at five fifty in the morning, it was not fun. Yeah. <laughs> like it's definitely like a mental thing. You got to like prepare yourself, and you got to realize that you're doing it for your team. You're doing it for them, and you realize that everyone's there for you. So you just kind of do it for each other. Well, and it's kind of a, a bonding thing, yeah. though, yeah. too, right? When you're going through all that together. Yeah, it's nice, like, knowing that your teammates have your back when you don't finish them in the time. And, but your teammates are there to cheer you on, and they're not alone. Yeah. Now, Coach, you know the balance. Uh, you, you played uh, professionally, won a championship. You went to the state finals as a player and, and played in college. <laughs> to know these girls are seniors and captains, there's got to be that fine balance of, hey, I'm the coach, and I've also got to give some ownership to these girls to say they're my leaders, and I, and I can be the boss, but they can be the leader. Yeah, yeah. So we're trying to give them a lot of responsibilities here this year, and they're taking taking it and doing an awesome job with it, as well as our other seniors. We have a lot of seniors on our team this year, and they, these two, Devin and Ari, have done a great job of pulling them out of their shells as well and having them be great leaders for the team too. And the adjustment for you, just coming from Coach Kevin Gradless, who had been there a long time and you were the assistant JV coach last year, a lot more responsibility, but it's also got to put a smile on your face to say, I can put my stamp on the program. Yeah, yeah, it's really exciting that um, I have the team that's backing me up, and I have some a great coaching staff that I just love. We all get along really well and, and understand each other, I guess you could say. Um, and as well as Kevin, he's still helping us out. So I threw sure. him down there helping out the feeder system. He's not going away anytime <laughs> soon. He's got daughters down there, so he's got to help out. Well, what, what are, as someone who was an assistant last year, what, what are maybe the advantage to that and, and then the challenge to that as well taking over the next year? Uh, it's kind of fun to put my own little twist on things. Um, versus last year, I got to just say what I thought, but now I got, kind of get to run it. Um, it's kind of scary at the same time, <laughs> being a first-year coach and being in some situations, especially the other day that I was in. But, I I mean, my assistant coaches, they have some experience, and they did a great job helping me out. And the players do an awesome job of listening and taking what we say and getting in the positions they need to be in. Right. Now, Sarah's a Jimtown girl graduated from Jimtown and Ari's arguably one of your best games was at Jimtown last year. Yeah. It seemed like the basket was huge. I mean, every three-pointer she put up was going in. When you get in that type of zone and you know Devin's just running to the other end when you put it up and she didn't have to rebound anything. I mean, that must have been one of those fun games that it, this is why I put the work in. Yeah. Talk about that, just when, when you're starting to feel that and you want the ball. It, it, as a player, that's got to be a cool feeling to say, I want to shoot it, you know, I, I've got an edge here. I mean, on Thursday it was like one of those games, like our team was finally playing together, and um, it felt like it was just an awesome feeling to know that everyone was working together and nobody was one man for themselves. Especially early in the season. Trying to put it together, Devin, I mean, knowing early in the season that you've got good chemistry, that uh, that people are listening to coach and you're all working towards the same goal, uh, it's got to make you optimistic for, for tomorrow night, for Thursday night, for those home games and for the rest of the season. Yeah, it definitely makes all of us optimistic. Op- 
sorry, optimistic. <laughs> yeah, very positive. <laughs> yes, because knowing that like we have like new people coming in and like they're everyone's equally good and we all contribute and we all like bring out the best in everyone and like playing together more like helps us like have more chemistry on the court knowing like if I do this you're going to be here so like it makes it like an easy basket on the court. And coach I know people want to get wrapped up in numbers but early in the season finding yourselves and, and having the team is this one of those that it's just continual improvement let's not worry about this number or that number but let's make sure that we're working together to get better every day. Yeah so we don't even really talk about winning and losing um, it's just all about getting better every single day and they come and prove it. I mean we've had uh, sticking with that morning theme, Friday morning practices, they have to be ready on the court at 5.50. So Ari over here lives a decent That's amount of That's even an earlier alarm. <laughs> we got to get up at 4.30 in the morning. Um, but, hey, our first, first two Friday practices, they've come ready and determined to get better, especially after a big loss. They – the other or last Friday they came ready and it was it was a fun practice to be at yeah. just because they're working at it and it was an overtime loss two points I mean it was right down to the wire what's maybe the biggest thing that you learned about your team in that game that whatever we're going to throw at them they're going to take it and they're going to go out and give their best effort for it and that's all we can ask that's all I want um I thought that they were great teammates to each other during the game, too. Uh, we can do a little bit better job, but I think overall, as a first game, we don't have too many complaints as we could for a first game. Well, I have to tell you, Sean, one of my proudest moments as athletic director was watching Coach Deshaun on her day uh, being announced as the head coach at Mishawaka. Just knowing how hard she worked, knowing what she went through in high school with a major knee injury, and then to see where she's where she's come, and then to watch the girls gravitate towards her and, and to come to me and say, this is who we want to be our next coach. And uh, I, I felt that that was a great day, but now as the program goes forward, there's a lot of greater days ahead. Absolutely. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Is it, is it. I'm excited for greater days. You, you look like <laughs> you look like it's fun, though, right now. Are you having fun doing it? I am literally having a blast. And I'm telling <laughs> you, all our whole coaching staff is having a blast. So, I, And I think the girls are, too. So oh, yeah. we're just we're trying to live in the moment and enjoy high school basketball like it's meant to be. And before we get out of here, guys, I just wanted to thank the Mishawaka community because Friday night we raised $1,851 for Valley Strong. Uh, tragedy down there at the bus stop and the Mentone Fire Department's going to receive a check. Originally we thought it was 1651 but we had $200 come in after the fact, so we, awesome. we raised almost $2,000. So we've got a great community here, and we appreciate what you guys do to represent Mishawaka every time you put on the uniform and wake up on those Friday mornings. <laughs> <laughs> now I just want to, you're, you're home tomorrow night, right? And then is it Thursday that you're home as well? I lost my notes yep, here. That's yes. gonna be yep, here it is. So it's Northwood tomorrow and then Washington on Friday. Yep. On, yep. Right. on Thursday. On Those Thursday, are, I'm sorry. scheduled for Friday, but there's another game. I, I, there's another game <laughs> I going on Friday. Night. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, it's outside. There's an outside game. That's, yeah. Yeah, well, football. Dress game. warm. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Dean, anything that we want to, to get in, speaking of that football game Friday, any final things that you want to yeah, get in? Yeah, it's just an 8 o'clock kickoff. That's a little bit different than normal. Uh, 8 o'clock Mishawaka time. The gates are going to open at 6.30 and uh, $8 to get in. So 11-1 and one Mishawaka and 10-2 uh, and, <laughs> and Lowell. So I don't know if the basketball Is that for students too? Is that $8 for yeah, students too? Yes, it is. That IHSAA. <laughs> so that's uh, – 
Good. Man, if looks could kill. <laughs> Luckily, Ari will be probably sleeping because she'll be up at 5.30 in the morning, oh, 4.30 no. in the morning. She's one of the day. number one fans. <laughs> she does. She gets there early, sits mm-hmm. in that front row. And she's, got, she's got to pay for her gas. Yeah. Too. yeah. She's got there a you gas go. bill. All right, right. I'll I'll give you the extra two bucks. How about that? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Can I do that? Maybe I can't do that because of IHS double A's. That's right. You're going to pay the full $8. They're the reason you got to pay the extra, the full eight anyway. So, (laughs) all right. Devin Miller, Ari Shelton, Sarah Deshaun, head coach, thanks so much for coming in. Good luck to you this season. Thank you very much. All right. Great stuff. It looks like your food is here, too, so perfect timing. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right, well. Dean, another one in the books and another good one tonight. Yeah, we appreciate everybody coming out, and we also appreciate Monterey Mexican Grill. I mean, Absolutely. They've been amazing all season, and to, to help our, our, our coaches out, to, they come here. And then uh, we've gotten some nice crowds on Monday night, too, so we, yeah. we want to let you know to come out here and, and grab yourself a burrito. That's right, and our guests earlier tonight, Keith Kinder, the Mishawaka football head coach, Ryan Sargent, the defensive line coach, the uh, center, Ethan Sargent, defensive lineman, T.J. Rux, Sherry Kaiser from the athletic department, and also Courtney Peltier talking about Champions Together. Great night that we had. Dean, I will talk to you next week. All right. Or actually, good. I'll talk to you Friday, yeah, maybe. Yeah, talk to you Friday, and you guys are going <laughs> to we'll have an early week. pregame show about 7 o'clock on Friday, so that will be a little bit different, too. That's right. Yeah, we should go ahead and mention that again. Pregame is going to start at 7, kickoff at 8 o'clock. So we'll have kind of a, a full hour and, and a lot of stuff going on, obviously, the Keith kinder interview as always and a lot of different things going on in there exciting year to be a caveman absolutely caveman corner 96.1 wsbt the sports leader everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 